Would you lift your right hand as we go to the Lord in prayer? Father, thank you. The entrance of your word giveth light. It produces understanding. I cannot presume to know everything within your secrecy. But I can only attempt to say the anointing makes it bare. And the anointing makes it available to me. Father, I yield myself as I have to the anointing and to the presence of the Holy Ghost of whose we are. This is the body of Jesus. They are on a hilltop. Now, Father, honor the words of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. As you put your hands together, you take your seats. Praise the Lord. I'm going to um, look into the subject breaking limitation. Breaking limitation. Breaking limitation. Any form of limitation is an insult to Jehovah and is an insult to his church. God, our Heavenly Father, cannot and must not be limited. The children of Israel knew him. But the Bible says they try to limit the Holy One of Israel. So there are people that can try to even limit Jehovah. They try to limit the Holy One of Israel. They tried. There are people that have seen the oil, the anointing, God's goodness upon you. And they will try. I'll give you a few scenarios and David is a passionate subject for me throughout the whole entire Bible, except Jesus. And we will look at a subject on the patriarch David and believe through the grace and the working of the Holy Ghost that the Lord will immensely bless you. Hallelujah. I'll turn to the book of Chronicles, uh, First Chronicles. First Chronicles uh, chapter number 11 and I shall read from verses 4 as a matter of fact I will start with the first verse and end with verse number 6 all Israel came together to David at Hebron can we please stand for the reading of the word of the Lord? All Israel came together to David at Hebron and said, Here we are, your own flesh and blood. Even previously, when Saul was king, you were leading Israel out of battle and bringing us back. The Lord your God also said to you, you will shepherd my people Israel. You will be ruler over my people Israel. And all the elders of, the, of Israel came to the king of Hebron. And David made a covenant with them at Hebron. In the Lord's presence. And they anointed David king over Israel in keeping with the, the word of the Lord through Samuel. Verse number 4 says, David and all Israel marched to Jerusalem. That is Jebus. The Jebusites who inhabited the land were there 
the inhabitants of Jebus said to David, you will never ever get in here. Yet David did capture the stronghold of Zion, the city of David. And David said, whoever is the first to kill a Jebusite will become chief commander. Joab's son of Zuria went up first and so he became the chief. Now kindly turn to the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter number 2. And from verse 1, I looked up and I saw a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked him, where are you going? And he said to me, to measure Jerusalem, to determine its width and length. Then the angel who was speaking with me went out. And another angel went out to meet him. And he said to him, run and tell this young man. Jerusalem shall be inhabited with our walls because of the number of people and livestock in it. The declaration of the Lord, I myself will be a wall of fire around them and I'll be the glory within it in Jesus' name. Kindly take your seats. Now we know the anointing of David to be a peculiar one. We also know that it was a costly one because David pens it out in the Psalms that God anointed him in the presence of enemies. Typically we are anointed in the presence of friends but David makes it clear his anointing was rather costly. When you are anointed in the presence of your enemies surely your cup will run over. And in 1 Samuel 16, we read about a boy that has not yet been cultivated into manhood. And yet Jehovah expressly says to Saul, having failed God, I have found me a man. Yet he was a youngster. It means any one of us is replaceable. God can replace us at will. If we step outside the confines of the assignment which he has given us and get outside of that realm, he will deputize another person. He is never short of men and never short of people. This morning, as we stand on a hilltop here in Fountain Gate, let me be a declarant in the spirit of the Lord. That your day of breaking limitation is here. Oh, your amen is rather very cheaply and rather poor. I said your day of limitation is here. The hour of breaking forward and breaking backwards and breaking on the left and on the right. They are already here. Uh, let me also put a prefix on it. It did not begin now. It began at the first of the year. By the declaration that the Lord made. And if you are sitting here under the sound of my voice. I want you to know that anything is possible at this moment. 
Oh yes, 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 yes. Any disease in your body can jump out and leave your body by the anointing of the living God. Any form of obstruction, resistance, opposition, hindrance, whether it be traditional, spiritual, or physical, they can and will be removed by the power of the sovereign Lord. And so here is David, he's been anointed by the Lord. And God has given him a mandate to lead his people. You found that God found a servant in David, so he made him a leader. It means if God finds a servant heart in me, he will make a leader out of me. If I want to be a leader, I will not understand true servanthood. But if I want to be a servant, then God will make me a leader. And David is anointed by the Lord. But David faces many limitations. The first limitation is his own family. His family doesn't take him serious. They take him as the one that we leave the sheep with. Now when you contrast the life of David with Joseph, you're going to find out that Joseph was a homeboy. He was the father's prizes jewel. So the father, a man, made him a coat. Unlike David, he is given sheep, the family property to take care of. Knowing very well that bears and lions could attack him. It means no one gave any form of credibility to his life. If this one is wasted, it won't be anything. Let's keep Eliab. And the rest of them at home. Let us give the choice and difficult work of the family. Let's give it to this little boy. But God had anointed him. The anointing attracts. But the anointing also dispels. There are people the anointing on your life is going to draw them in. And there are people unmistakably is going to repel them. And when God excuses you from someone, you don't beg them into your cabin. When God frees you from a group of people, personalities, or individuals, you don't go fighting back for them again. It was Watchmani that said, the people that go away from you were not originally meant to be with you. So here is David, anointed of the Lord, but has limitation from his own family. He's facing rejection from his father's house. And there ensues a battle between the camp of the Philistine and that of Israel. Saul is bucking his, his knee. His men are ripped with fear and they don't know where to go. And there in the battle array, an ungodly man from the region of Philistia begins to town the name of Jehovah. No one dares to step up because they're all afraid. Israel had come and the sanctions, their voice had become dim. But this morning you're going to recover your voice. Even Bartimaeus recovered his voice. This morning you're going to recover your voice and nobody will make you quiet in the name of the Lord. And the people anointed of the Lord had been now marginalized. They are afraid. They are afraid, so scared of Goliath. He had been a warrior from his youth. And here comes David. 
is going to face a clear limitation. The family is an already known set point of limitation, but now Saul is also going to limit him. Now remember, he's been anointed. When his brothers see him, they chide him, they rebuke him. They say, who have you left the few sheep we have to? You silly boy to come here. If they were that concerned about the sheep, they wouldn't, shouldn't be at the battlefield. But your rising provokes other people. Your rising causes other people to shake. That's when you appear, they would want to put a placard on you so you can rise. But the devil is a liar. The people of God in Fountain Gate, here in Ofanko at the hilltop, you will rise to see the glory of the king. You will see a powerful moving of the hand of God. God will do great and mighty things as he has done in the past. So he will do now and in the future. The God that removes limitations shall remove any limitation imposed and sanctioned over your lives. Because he is Jehovah and there is none like him. And Saul brings David in. And the Bible says he tries him with his armament. Now these are all introductory remarks into the book of Zechariah where I'm going. And David sees he's quite unfit for somebody else's armor. Now, experiences are learned on lonesome grounds, on painful situations. Every experience is a unique one. That is why it is not wise to go to someone who is in pain and just simply say get over it <laughs> because every pain is unique every experience is unique a story is told about a young lad who had just become born again and he had got born again and gotten off from cocaine and so there was an old man in the church and this old man, anything the pastor said, the old man would shout, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And it was beginning to annoy the young man. Anytime the young man carelessly raised halfly his hand to say hallelujah, the old man would jump up. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, glory to God. And this, the old man continued to do until... On the third month of this young man's church attendance, he boldly confronted the old man. He said, you've been taking my praises from me. You've been taking my hallelujahs from me. Anytime I try to say hallelujah, you overdraw me with your voice. With tears running down the old man's eyes, he said, son, I understand that Jesus saved you three months ago. I understand that you kicked the habit of cocaine. But for me, I'm 78 years old. I received the Savior at 14. I've been through hell and back. I've seen rejections and frustrations. I've seen people that I helped put a dagger behind me. I have seen the good, the ugly, and the bad. I 
have seen men of great repute stand with me and people of no nobility rise because God put his word in my mouth to help them I have seen myself at a place on a lonesome road but after all these years I can't keep quiet about the master you are only three months into your walk of liberty I have been here a mighty long way and I can't keep quiet about what the Lord has done are there any people in this house that know what God has done for your lives you cannot be a politician not a diplomat in the house of the Lord the Lord brought me also from a mighty long way he delivered me from an early age from death I was called Enyinda Yenwanda from age 7 I was told I would never leave beyond 7 I'm in my 50s now to God be the glory no limitation imposed sanctioned no limitation decreed thought of will be able to stand the presence of the anointing for the anointing breaks every limitation here is David trying to wear Saul's garment don't walk in another person's shadow you are an original seed you are not a carbon copy you are an original seed God does not deal with duplicates it deals with original seed I know who I am and I know in whom I believed when God appeared unto Jacob he announced himself as the God of Abraham the God of Isaac he never said I'm the God of Jacob but when Moses in Exodus the second chapter saw God God appeared to him and said I am the God of Abraham of your father Isaac and of Jacob the experiences we have with God are unique and tabled for our future your pain has a purpose woven inside it your pain has a purpose in it at the end of it your hands will not hang down your hands will be lifted up to God blessed be the name of the Lord I dare anyone who knows to praise God to sit quiet and become nonchalant about this I'm telling you that there is a God in heaven that can overstep the ideas of people and reach out into a lonesome person and put his oil upon them let him face his own family rejection let him face a king's rejection but there is a God in heaven that promotes and so David cannot wear Saul's armament it's too heavy for him but he's used to a sling a sling and when you compare a sword to a sling it makes no sense my father is was or he's late now going to be with Jesus a military officer so we lived our life much in the officers quarters what I observed was that if you are low-ranking officer you had to pay heed to the one with the highest rank whether you are taller shorter 
father you have to pay heed you have to stand at ease when god's anointing come on you like david as a lad all the garrisons of the philistia all of saul's company all of the people that want to sit down on your upward climbing by the way this thing shall be finished this house shall be finished in no time i see in the midst of the cloud the hand of the lord when i came to sit here in the morning i saw the mighty hand of god raised up the single hand of the lord i said lord you are here he said yes i am he said then he says i will show you something else at the end this which your eyes have seen like as days of old shall be fulfilled in no time you have your calculation you have your agenda but God has his God will overturn every agenda that places limitation upon what he can do on an accelerated format because he's Jehovah one day a dream turns into a reality long story short I come to the book of Zechariah the book of Zechariah is a book that is considered as a minor prophet but greatly quoted by all the New Testament writers small book but it has eight powerful revelatory visions and we are on the second vision on the second vision where I will tie in the anointing David's life limitation removing limitation and why it is important to understand that the house of God is everything I had a battle and that battle could never be overturned by lawyers it could never be overturned by anyone and one day God showed me a revelation of the altar in the church I took one person with me and I went and I laid down at the altar I wanted to go ahead and worship he said be quiet I was quiet and I laid down there for about two hours not saying anything that is not really like me I have to say something but in the silence I heard the voice of the Lord saying because you have been this long here at the altar and recognize that this is the house of the Lord I will yet overturn that which the lawyers cannot overturn now it says rise up go wash your face I have done it so I did so not long after maybe three three days after I got a call what was impossible had been overturned by the mighty power of Jehovah the limitation that legal documents can place upon a person can only be overturned by a supreme power God is on your side and he will overturn every legality that is against your life there is an anointing to cultivate that is here presently the anointing says no limits no boundaries the prophet is looking at the vision in the vision he sees an angel coming and when he sees the angel he's quite happy because the first chapter of the book of Zechariah tells us that God is angry with his people 
and that he begins to punish them because of their disobedience but listen to what this prophet says the angel comes and the angel has a measuring tape how many of you know what a measuring tape is you know a measuring tape so the angel is about to measure Jerusalem the angel is to measure the length and the width and the breadth thereof of Jerusalem now remember that this angel has been sent by God and so the angel is not making a mistake in coming to measure Jerusalem now how do I connect David to this David was the one by God's anointing after he had been sworn in as king in Hebron he was the one that went into the land of the Jebusites conquered the people of Jebus overturned them inside out but before he did that they had put limitation on him they said you can't come here you can never come in here you David can never come here you may rule there but you can rule here you can never come inside this territory for as long the Jebusites were known to be a, a strong military bunch you they were very hard to penetrate but with the anointing of God on David David went to the camp of the Jebusites and he overturned the battle to his comfort and to his victory now when he overturned it he called the city after his name he called it the city of David David called the city after his name he said the city of David after a long while he came back and changed the name and called it Zion the dwelling of the Lord after a long while he realized that God had given him freedom and liberty on every side he called Jerusalem Jerusalem it shall be a city of peace three major religions they claim ownership over Jerusalem the Muslims claim ownership the Judaic people claim ownership and the Christians also claim ownership may I add the Orthodox people of the land also claim ownership Jerusalem is the most contented city of on the whole wide world Jerusalem can determine the stock market when there is bombing and problem in that region one small city cause every other president prime minister head of state to begin to sit uncomfortably one small city Jerusalem yet David but the anointing of Jehovah went into the strong fortresses of the Jebusites and with God's oil on his head he was able to overturn a city that once before was a stronghold he called it as I said the city of David then by revelation he changed it he called it Zion this is the dwelling of the Lord this is where the Lord shall dwell after a period of time he called it the city of peace Jerusalem so here is an angel coming and this angel is coming to downsize Jerusalem to mark its demarcations to say that these shall be your borders and you shall not go any further that's what the angel had come to do while the prophet was looking on he saw another angel say another angel I can't feel you I can't feel you I can't feel you say another he saw another angel and that angel was coming from the presence of God 
to come and remove the second the first one the first one brought about geographical demarcations the second one was going to remove the demarcations the first one was to introduce Zechariah to where he was the second one was to introduce him to the God who was over Jerusalem the first one came to announce to Zechariah you are under confinement you are under the demarcations of this Jerusalem but the second one came to say that there shall be no walls on Jerusalem and God shall be the border agent you can enact all immigration policies you want but man as man is by Shakespeare is the worst beast of all man will find a way out of human policies but there is a God who stands at the border of Jerusalem he says I shall be a wall of fire run about it I shall be the border agent then God says because of the livestock and men in it now here is a city under curfew by the first angel released from curfew from demarcations by the second angel I'm here to announce to you there is a visitation of the second angel he is about to penetrate what you know he is about to lengthen the cords and lift up the borders Isaiah 54 he is about to break the yoke of the oppressor yeah 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 he's about to lift the beams and let the captive daughters of Zion know their captivity is over and the men that ravish in Zion understand their dignity has returned I came to fountain gate to declare that the God of the second angel that God is God ahead of you he is removing any demarcation he is removing any barrier he is removing any limitation every declaration from a spiritual climate that is not God's final word how do I mean God's final word God has a final word you know God wanted to make Saul king forever he wanted to make him king forever but he had a final word he said because you have done this now comparing what Saul did with what David did you could tell that God <laughs> yeah he's some way mm, he's some way I mean Saul he only tore somebody's garment at best he went to consult the witch of Endor but David he was a playboy God overstepped that overlooked that at one time even told David if you ask me for another wife eh, I would have given it to you there are people that divine oil is upon and I, by this I'm not saying you should go and start looking I'm just saying here by application that God is a God of exemption from David's youth into his adulthood the city he conquered was now being marginalized by an angel but there was a force from heaven that recognized the work of David and sent forth a second angel there is a second angel being sent your way today I stand upon the apostolic oil that God gave me when I place my hand in my womb I know exactly where I'm going that greatness and power shall follow you that favor shall be very common where you walk 
this year you are going to win souls for Jesus you are going to become a contagious Christian you are going to become a person that is devoid of sitting but rising and moving when people sit they die early but where mobility is practiced longevity is pronounced and so as you keep moving physically and spiritually are there anything that there is that has placed limitation upon you by the oil within me dare them they cannot function because it is your hour there is a charge in the heavens declared by the second angel you shall not be limited you shall not be put in a box but you shall be a city set on a hill by fire no wonder you are on a hilltop give a hand clap to Jesus Glory be to God. 1985, here in Achimata Forest, I saw Jesus and he told me what I'm doing now. Anybody say that they have seen Jesus and go away as failures have never truly met the Messiah. Because when you meet him like Saul, you become an amplifier of his voice, of his character, of his nature. You are not born to lose. You are born to win. You shall win every battle in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You are born to win. Amen. You are begotten of God. Little children do not be afraid according to Jesus. You are already overcomers. John the Johannine writer in his apocalyptic writing says. You already overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Because you love not your life unto death. Hallelujah. Amen. For the greater one live in the inside of you. Yes. I remember. When I announced also to my family members. Jesus had called me. He said for where? How did he call you and didn't tell us? <laughs> in Jeremiah chapter 1. God skipped over an existing priesthood. To call an unborn child. As a prophet when God's agenda is in session any and all protocols are suspended Amen. an unborn child couldn't God have used Jeremiah's father he was a priest yeah. at least a priest you could turn him easily into a prophet exactly. but a boy that is not yet cultivated before you were formed in your mother's womb I knew you I knew you <laughs> not yet cultivated for those of you who are here you broke the limitation of death yeah and once you are here mm. you can't die yeah. prematurely yeah. 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 oh no you can't once you are here you can't Amen. because God will not toy with you about promises God is not making jokes and planning plain tricks God comes to you and says, my son, I'm going to give you this place. You're going to move from that place to this place. I'll finish this place. Ah, look at the CV. He did it in days of old. Yeah. And so why wouldn't he do it now? 
He will do it way beyond our reasonable expectation. Amen. He will do it way above and beyond it. Amen. He is Yahweh all by himself. All the people shall praise his name because he is Jehovah. All the angels shall praise him because he is Jehovah. Yeah. From seven years old, the limitation was broken. When I found my way in a scripture union at 14, the power of disease that riveted my body was taken. Jesus gave me a new assignment. He said, you will carry my fire. You will teach my word. You will make many rich by going forth in my name. You will stand in places others do not dare want to go. And you will see me blossom in the desert. In Uganda, we stood in a valley. Nothing in that valley. Only a few people had gathered. Just a powerfully bottled water in my hands, no oil. I heard the voice of the Lord say, Even in this valley, even in this place, a church shall be born. Four years later, we are here to celebrate the goodness of God. The God that breaks limitations and removes boundaries. He's Yahweh all by himself. Amen. I remember God and where he took me from. I was in a Baptist church preaching the word of the Lord. The scenery was quite that of a mockery. I was only black soul in an all-white church. I've been invited by my friend. That is called the American Divide. On a Sunday morning, you're going to find who is who. On that fateful day, thinking about, Lord, how do I finish my masters? How do I go on? I went into a church. After I finished preaching, there was an older gentleman, and he called me. He said, boy, and you, you've been in America a few times. When you're in the South, and somebody calls you boy, being a black person, the first thing that comes is an irritation. Yeah. As I see if uh, the individual is tying you back to slavery days. But that was not what he meant. I'd gotten so boisterously angry, I was about to miss my blessing. He said, boy, see me. I walked past and I said, but who is he to be saying see me? So I grabbed my friend's hand. He said, did he tell you to see him? I said, he did. But he called me boy. <laughs> the man was 70 years old. So he could call me anything. But by the end of the fact, that was a prevalent culture. If you call somebody a boy, it meant you were reducing that individual. But that's not what he meant. Be careful of how you think things mean. Because it may cause you to abort a blessing. Now I had a limitation. The limitation is that I didn't have money to do my masters. So I kept praying. But my answer had just come. And I was about to frustrate my own answer. Long story short, I met him. He told me, from here to PhD, I will fund it. Every limitation has an equivalent solution. Amen. Even the lepers of Samaria, they knew that though they were lepers, 
did not mean they could not be the first partakers of the blessing. Yeah. They were not proxy to the prophetic word, but were proxy to a gossip. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said, and somebody said, and somebody said. They were the outcasts of society. They had banished them to a corner. If you read the Levitical law, somehow it got to them that by a prophet, limitation on Israel was going to be removed. Those who heard it, even the secretary of the king's house, said even if God opened the windows of heaven, it will never be. So, when the blessing came, they trod over him. But lepers, people quite unqualified for, like David, went out and seized a city. There are things that we are going to seize on earth. Amen. Should Jesus tarry and we go to him, nobody will replace the oil by which we did them. Amen. People will walk in their own unique flavor and flavor. But there will be none like yourself. Amen. The scientists have deduced that your thumbprint is not the same. Your earlobe is not the same. Your eye people is not the same. There are a whole lot of things about you that are not the same. Even identical twins are not the same. Yeah. That means from conception unto death, you will not be the same. Amen. You are in this track on your own by the grace of God. And you can win the battle. You can win every one of them. Now, having said that, there will be no limitation. That's not, that's not present a case scenario where there will be no trouble. Troubles will come. Yeah. They come to actually validate the claim of what God said. Yeah. Lift your hand. I'm just about done. Lift your hand. Say, Heavenly Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pronounce. I pronounce. From my own lips. From my own lips. And declare. And declare. By the Spirit of Jesus Christ. By the Spirit of Jesus Christ. That there will be no limitation. That there will be no limitation. No boundaries. No boundaries. Just like the second angel said. Just like the second angel. You said, shall be a wall about Jerusalem. You shall be a wall around Jerusalem. Now listen to this. In the book of Hebrews. We are told. We are God's Jerusalem. We are God's Zion. You are not limited. I say you are not limited. Amen. You can go as far as you want to go. You Amen. can dream as big as you want to dream. Nothing, no one, no demon, no power must stop you. Amen. Because what is in your spiritual DNA is unstoppable. The hand has appeared again. The Lord. Madiza, lift your hand. There is the presence of God strong here. Right in the center there. There is a moving of the divine hand of God. I see the hand is moving all over this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No boundaries, no limitation. No limitation. Where you stand, the oil of God come at thee. No limitation. God's unique presence come to you. Father, thank you. Folks, there may be something like Bartimaeus that makes you deficient in answering the call to the Savior. But there is something God gave you 
that you can use as a forefront you can't see but you can talk because I cannot talk does not mean I can see but the could not see but he could speak your voice must always overdrown the voice of resistance when your voice overcome the voice of resistance we say you have overcome yeah until your voice has overcome that we say you are at par you cannot solve any problem at the level to which it was created you have to go above it so you are going above it yeah. i believe i will come back and share with you another time but let the oil of the lord move you forward in the name of jesus yes, lord. let the power of the cross fight your battle yes lord Remove from you resistance. Remove from you limitation. Remove from you boundaries. Yes, Lord. By the power of the blood. By the power of the blood. Say I am an overcomer. Declare I am an overcomer. Say I am an overcomer. Say now I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. Say now I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. Would you lift your right hand as we go to the Lord in prayer? Father, thank you. The entrance of your word giveth light. It produces understanding. I cannot presume to know everything within your secrecy. But I can only attempt to say the anointing makes it bare. And the anointing makes it available to me. Father, I yield myself as I have to the anointing and to the presence of the Holy Ghost of whose we are. This is the body of Jesus, the on a hilltop. Now, Father, honor the words of Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. As you put your hands together, you take your seats. Praise the Lord. I'm going to... Um, look into the subject breaking limitation breaking limitation breaking limitation any form of limitation is an insult to Jehovah and is an insult to his church God our heavenly father cannot and must not be limited the children of Israel knew him but the Bible says they try to limit the Holy One of Israel. So there are people that can try to even limit Jehovah. They try to limit the Holy One of Israel. They tried. There are people that have seen the oil, the anointing, God's goodness upon you. And they will try. I'll give you a few scenarios and David is a passionate subject for me throughout the whole entire Bible, except Jesus. And we will look at a subject on the patriarch David and believe through the grace and the working of the Holy Ghost that the Lord will immensely bless you. Hallelujah. I'll turn to the book of Chronicles, uh, First Chronicles. First Chronicles uh, chapter number 11 
and I shall read from verses 4 as a matter of fact I'll start with the first verse and end with verse number 6 all Israel came together to David at Hebron can we please stand for the reading of the word of the Lord all Israel came together to David at Hebron and said here we are your own flesh and blood even previously when Saul was king you were leading Israel out of battle and bringing us back the Lord your God also said to you you will shepherd my people Israel you will be ruler over my people Israel and all the elders of the of Israel came to the king of Hebron and David made a covenant with them at Hebron in the Lord's presence and the anointed David king over Israel in keeping with the, the word of the Lord through Samuel verse number four says David and all Israel marched to Jerusalem that is Jebus the Jebusites who inhabited the land were there the inhabitants of Jebus said to David you will never ever get in here yet David did capture the stronghold of Zion the city of David and David said whoever is the first to kill a Jebusite will become chief commander your son of Zuria went up first and so he became the chief now kindly turn to the book of Zechariah Zechariah chapter number 2 And from verse 1, I looked up and I saw a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked him, where are you going? And he said to me, to measure Jerusalem, to determine its width and length. Then the angel who was speaking with me went out. And another angel went out to meet him. And he said to him, run and tell this young man. Jerusalem shall be inhabited without walls because of the number of people and livestock in it the declaration of the Lord I myself will be a wall of fire around them and I'll be the glory within it in Jesus name can you take your seats now we know the anointing of David to be a peculiar one we also know that it was a costly one because David pens it out in the Psalms that God anointed him in the presence of enemies typically we are anointed in the presence of friends but David makes it clear his anointing was rather costly when you are anointed in the presence of your enemies surely your cup will run over and in 1st Samuel 16 we read about a boy that has not yet been cultivated into manhood and yet Jehovah expressly says to Saul having failed God I have found me a man yet he was a youngster 
It means any one of us is replaceable. God can replace us at will. If we step outside the confines of the assignment to which he has given us and get outside of that realm, he will deputize another person. He is never short of men and never short of people. This morning, as we stand on a hilltop here in Fountain Gate, let me be a declarant in the spirit of the Lord that your day of breaking limitation is here. Oh, your amen is rather very cheaply and rather poor. I said, your day of limitation is here. The hour of breaking forward and breaking backwards and breaking on the left and on the right, they are already here. Uh, let me also put a prefix on it. It did not begin now. It began at the first of the year by the declaration that the Lord made. And if you are sitting here under the sound of my voice, I want you to know that anything is possible at this moment. Oh yes, 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 yes. Any disease in your body can jump out and leave your body by the anointing of the living God. Any form of obstruction, resistance, opposition, hindrance, whether it be traditional, spiritual, or physical, they can and will be removed by the power of the sovereign Lord. And so here is David, he's been anointed by the Lord. And God has given him a mandate to lead his people. You found that God found a servant in David, so he made him a leader. It means if God finds a servant heart in me, he will make a leader out of me. If I want to be a leader, I will not understand true servanthood. But if I want to be a servant, then God will make me a leader. And David is anointed by the Lord. But David faces many limitations. The first limitation is his own family. His family doesn't take him serious. They take him as the one that we leave the sheep with. Now when you contrast the life of David with Joseph, you're going to find out that Joseph was a homeboy. He was the father's prizes jewel. So the father, a man, made him a coat. Unlike David, he is given sheep, the family property to take care of. Knowing very well that bears and lions could attack him. It means no one gave any form of credibility to his life. If this one is wasted, it won't be anything. Let's keep Eliab and the rest of them at home. Let us give the choice and difficult work of the family. Let's give it to the little boy. But God had anointed him. The anointing attracts, but the anointing also dispels. There are people, the anointing on your life is going to draw them in and there are people unmistakably is going to repel them. And when God excuses you from someone, you don't beg them into your cabin. When God frees you from a group of people, personalities or individuals, you don't go fighting back for them again. 
it was watchmani that said the people that go away from you were not originally meant to be with you so here is david anointed of the lord but has limitation from his own family he's facing rejection from his father's house and there ensues a battle between the camp of the philistine and that of israel saul is bucking his his knee his men are ripped with fear and they don't know where to go and there in the battle array an ungodly man from the region of philistia begins to town the name of jehovah no one dares to step up because they're all afraid israel had come and the sanctions their voice had become dim but this morning you're going to recover your voice even Bartimaeus recovered his voice this morning you are going to recover your voice and nobody will make you quiet in the name of the Lord and the people anointed of the Lord have been now marginalized they are afraid they are afraid so scared of Goliath he had been a warrior from his youth and here comes David he's going to face a clear limitation the family is an already known set point of limitation but now Saul is also going to limit him now remember he's been anointed when his brothers see him they chide him they rebuke him they say who have you left the few sheep we have to you silly boy to come here if they were that concerned about the sheep they wouldn't shouldn't be at the battlefield but your rising provokes other people your rising causes other people to shake that's when you appear they would want to put a placard on you so you can rise but the devil is a liar the people of God in Fountain Gate here in Ofanko at the hilltop you will rise to see the glory of the king you will see a powerful moving of the hand of God God will do great and mighty things as he has done in the past so he will do now and in the future the God that removes limitations and remove any limitation imposed and sanctioned over your lives because he's Jehovah and there is none like him and Saul brings David in and the Bible says he tries him with his armament now these are all introductory remarks into the book of Zechariah where I'm going and David sees he's quite unfit for somebody else's armor now experiences are learned on lonesome grounds on painful situations every experience is a unique one that is why it is not wise to go to someone who is in pain and just simply say get over it <laughs> because every pain is unique every experience is unique a story is told about a young lad who had just become born again and he had got born again and gotten off from cocaine and so there was an old man in the church 
And this old man, anything the pastor said, the old man would shout, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! And it was beginning to annoy the young man. Anytime the young man carelessly raised halfly his hand to say hallelujah, the old man would jump up. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Glory to God! And this, the old man continued to do until on the third month of this young man's church attendance, he boldly confronted the old man. He said, you've been taking my praises from me. You've been taking my hallelujahs from me. Anytime I try to say hallelujah, you overdraw me with your voice. With tears running down the old man's eyes. He says, son, I understand that Jesus saved you three months ago. I understand that you kicked the habit of cocaine. But for me, I'm 78 years old. I received the Savior at 14. I've been through hell and back. I've seen rejections and frustrations. I've seen people that I helped put a dagger behind me. I have seen the good, the ugly, and the bad. I have seen men of great repute stand with me. And people of no nobility rise because God put his word in my mouth to help them. I have seen myself at a place on a lonesome road. But after all these years, I can't keep quiet about the master. You are only three months into your walk of liberty. I have been here a mighty long way. And I can't keep quiet about what the Lord has done. Are there any people in this house that know what God has done for your lives? You cannot be a politician, nor a diplomat in the house of the Lord. The Lord brought me also from a mighty long way. He delivered me from an early age, from death. I was called Enyinda. Yenyanda. From age seven, I was told I would never live beyond seven. I'm in my fifties now. To God be the glory. No limitation imposed, sanctioned. No limitation decreed, thought of will be able to stand the presence of the anointing for the anointing breaks every limitation here is David trying to wear Saul's garment don't walk in another person's shadow, you are an original seed you are not a carbon copy you are an original seed God does not deal with duplicates, it deals with original seed. I know who I am and I know in whom I believed. When God appeared unto Jacob, he announced himself as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. He never said, I'm the God of Jacob. But when Moses, in Exodus, the second chapter, saw God, God appeared to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, of your father Isaac, and of Jacob. The experiences we have with God are unique and tabled for our future. Your pain has a purpose woven inside it. Your pain has a purpose in it. At the end of it, your hands will not hang down. 
your hands will be lifted up to God blessed be the name of the Lord I dare anyone who knows who praises God to sit quiet and become nonchalant about this I'm telling you that there is a God in heaven that can overstep the ideas of people and reach out into a lonesome person and put his oil upon them. Let him face his own family rejection. Let him face a king's rejection. But there is a God in heaven that promotes. And so David cannot wear Saul's armament. It's too heavy for him. But he's used to a sling. A sling. Now when you compare a sword to a sling, it makes no sense. My father is, was, or he's late now, going to be with Jesus. A military officer. So we lived our life much in the officer's quarters. What I observed was that if you are a low-ranking officer, you had to pay heed to the one with the highest rank whether you are taller shorter fatter you have to pay heed you have to stand at tease when God's anointing come on you like David as a lad all the garrisons of the Philistia all of Saul's company all of the people that want to sit down on your upward climbing by the way this thing shall be finished this house shall be finished in no time i see in the midst of the cloud the hand of the lord when i came to sit here in the morning i saw the mighty hand of god raised up the single hand of the lord i said lord you are here he said yes i am he said then he says i will show you something else at the end this which your eyes have seen like as days of old shall be fulfilled in no time you have your calculation you have your agenda but god has his god will overturn every agenda that places limitation upon what he can do on an accelerated format because he is jehovah one day a dream turns into a reality Long story short, I come to the book of Zechariah. The book of Zechariah is a book that is considered as a minor prophet, but greatly quoted by all the New Testament writers. Small book, but it has eight powerful revelatory visions. And we are on the second vision. On the second vision, where I will tie in the anointing, David's life, limitation, removing limitation, and why it is important to understand that the house of God is everything. I had a battle, and that battle could never be overturned by lawyers. It could never be overturned by anyone. One day God showed me a revelation of the altar in the church. I took one person with me. And I went and I laid down at the altar. I wanted to go ahead and worship. He said, be quiet. I was quiet. And I laid down there for about two hours. Not seeing anything. That is not really like me. I have to say something. But in the silence, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, 
because you have been this long here at the altar and recognize that this is the house of the Lord I will yet overturn that which the lawyers cannot overturn now it says rise up go wash your face I have done it so I did so not long after maybe three three days after I got a call what was impossible had been overturned by the mighty power of Jehovah the limitation that legal documents can place upon a person can only be overturned by a supreme power God is on your side and he will overturn every legality that is against your life there is an anointing to cultivate that is here presently but anointing says no limits no boundaries the prophet is looking at the vision in the vision he sees an angel coming and when he sees the angel he's quite happy because the first chapter of the book of Zechariah tells us that God is angry with his people and that he begins to punish them because of their disobedience but listen to what this prophet says the angel comes and the angel has a measuring tape how many of you know what a measuring tape is you know a measuring tape so the angel is about to measure Jerusalem the angel is to measure the length and the width and the breadth thereof of Jerusalem now remember that this angel has been sent by God and so the angel is not making a mistake in coming to measure Jerusalem now how do I connect David to this David was the one by God's anointing after he had been sworn in as king in Hebron he was the one that went into the land of the Jebusites conquered the people of Jebus overturned them inside out but before he did that they had put limitation on him they said you can't come here you can never come in here you David can never come here you may rule there but you can't rule here you can never come inside this territory for as long the Jebusites were known to be a, a strong military bunch you they were very hard to penetrate but with the anointing of God on David David went to the camp of the Jebusites and he overturned the battle to his comfort and to his victory now when he overturned it he called the city after his name he called it the city of David David called the city after his name he said the city of David after a long while he came back and changed the name and called the Zion the dwelling of the Lord after a long while he realized that God had given him freedom and liberty on every side. He called Jerusalem, Jerusalem, it shall be a city of peace. Three major religions. They claim ownership over Jerusalem. The Muslims claim ownership. The Judaic people claim ownership. And the Christians also claim ownership. May I add the Orthodox people of the land also claim ownership. Jerusalem is the most contented city of on the whole wide world. 
Jerusalem can determine the stock market. When there is bombing and problem in that region, one small city calls every other president, prime minister, head of state to begin to sit uncomfortably. One small city, Jerusalem. Yet David, but the anointing of Jehovah, went into the strong fortresses of the Jebusites. And with God's oil on his head, he was able to overturn a city that once before was a stronghold. He called it, as I said, the city of David. Then, by revelation, he changed it. He called it Zion. This is the dwelling of the Lord. This is where the Lord shall dwell. After a period of time, he called it the city of peace, Jerusalem. So here is an angel coming. And this angel is coming to downsize Jerusalem. To mark its demarcations. To say that these shall be your borders. And you shall not go any further. That's what the angel had come to do. While the prophet was looking on. He saw another angel. Say another angel. I can't feel you. I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Say another. He saw another angel. And that angel was coming from the presence of God. To come and remove the second, the first one. The first one brought about geographical demarcations. The second one was going to remove the demarcations. The first one was to introduce Zechariah to where he was. The second one was to introduce him to the God who was over Jerusalem. The first one came to announce to Zechariah, you are under confinement. You are under the demarcations of this Jerusalem. But the second one came to say that there shall be no walls on Jerusalem. And God shall be the border agent. You can enact all immigration policies you want. But man as man is by Shakespeare is the worst beast of all. Man will find a way out of human policies. But there is a God who stands at the border of Jerusalem. He says, I shall be a wall of fire. Run about it. I shall be the border agent. Then God says, because of the livestock and men in it. Now here is a city under curfew by the first angel. Released from curfew, from demarcations by the second angel. I'm here to announce to you there is a visitation of the second angel. He is about to penetrate what you know. He is about to lengthen the cords and lift up the borders Isaiah 54. He is about to break the yoke of the oppressor. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's about to lift the beams and let the captive daughters of Zion know their captivity is over. And the men that ravish in Zion understand their dignity has returned. I came to Fountain Gate to declare that the God of the second angel, that God has gone ahead of you. He is removing any demarcation. He is removing any barrier. He is removing any limitation. Every declaration from a spiritual climate. That is not God's final word. How do I mean God's final word? God has a final word. You know, God wanted to make Saul king forever. He wanted to make him king forever. But he had a final word. He said, because you have done this, 
Now comparing what Saul did with what David did, you could tell that God, <laughs> he's some way. Mm, he's some way. I mean, Saul, he only tore somebody's garment. At best, he went to consult the witch of Endor. But David, he was a playboy. God overstepped that, overlooked that. At one time, he even told David, if you ask me for another wife, eh, I would have given it to you. There are people that divine oil is upon. And by this, I'm not saying you should go and start looking. I'm just saying here, by application, that God is a God of exemption. From David's youth into his adulthood, the city he conquered was now being marginalized by an angel. But there was a force from heaven that recognized the work of David and sent forth a second angel. There is a second angel being sent your way today. I stand upon the apostolic oil that God gave me. When I place my hand in my womb, I know exactly where I'm going. That greatness and power shall follow you. That favor shall be very common where you walk. This year, you are going to win souls for Jesus. You are going to become a contagious Christian. You are going to become a person that is devoid of sitting. But rising and moving. When people sit, they die early. But where mobility is practiced, longevity is pronounced. And so as you keep moving, physically and spiritually, are there anything that there is that has placed limitation upon you? By the oil within me, I dare them. They cannot function. Because it is your hour. There is a charge in the heavens. Declared by the second angel. You shall not be limited. You shall not be put in a box. But you shall be a city. Set on a hill by fire. No wonder you are on a hilltop. Give a hand clap to Jesus. Glory be to God. 1985. Here in Achimata Forest. I saw Jesus. And he told me what I'm doing now. Anybody say that they have seen Jesus. And go away as failures. Have never truly met the Messiah. Because when you meet him like Saul. You become an amplifier of his voice. Of his character. Of his nature. You are not born to lose. You are born to win. You shall win every battle in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You are born to win. You are begotten of God. Little children do not be afraid according to Jesus. You are already overcomers. John the Johannine writer in his apocalyptic writing says. You already overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Because you love not your life unto death. Hallelujah. Amen. For the greater one live in the inside of you. Yes. I remember when I announced also to my family members, Jesus had called me. He said, for where? How did he call you and didn't tell us? <laughs> in Jeremiah chapter 1, God skipped over an existing priesthood to call an unborn child as a prophet. When God
is in session. Any and all protocols are suspended. Amen. An unborn child. Couldn't God have used Jeremiah's father? He was a priest. Yeah. At least a priest, you could turn him easily into a prophet. Exactly. But a boy that is not yet cultivated. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you. <laughs> not yet cultivated. For those of you who are here, you broke the limitation of death. Yeah. And once you are here, mm. you can't die yeah. prematurely. Yeah. 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 Oh no, you can't. Once you are here, you can't. Amen. Because God will not toy with you about promises. God is not making jokes and planning plain tricks. God comes to you and says, my son, I'm going to give you this place. You're going to move from that place to this place. I'll finish this place. Ah, look at the CV. He did it in days of old. Yeah. And so why wouldn't he do it now? He would do it way beyond our reasonable expectation. Amen. He would do it way above and beyond it. Amen. He is Yahweh all by himself. All the people shall praise his name because he is Jehovah. All the angels shall praise him because he is Jehovah. Yeah. From seven years old, the limitation was broken. When I found my way in a scripture union at 14, the power of disease that riveted my body was taken. Jesus gave me a new assignment. He said, you will carry my fire. You will teach my word. You will make many rich by going forth in my name. You will stand in places others do not dare want to go. And you will see me blossom in the desert. In Uganda, we stood in a valley. Nothing in that valley. Only a few people had gathered. Just a halfly bottled water in my hands, no oil. I heard the voice of the Lord say, even in this valley, even in this place, a church shall be born. Four years later, we are here to celebrate the goodness of God. The God that breaks limitations and removes boundaries. He's Yahweh all by himself. Amen. I remember God and where he took me from. I was in a Baptist church preaching the word of the Lord. The scenery was quite that of a mockery. I was only black soul in an all-white church. I've been invited by my friend. That is called the American Divide. On a Sunday morning, you're going to find who is who. On that fateful day, thinking about, Lord, how do I finish my masters? How do I go on? I went into a church. After I finished preaching, there was an older gentleman and he called me, he said, boy, and you, you've been in America a few times. When you're in the South and somebody calls you boy, being a black person, the first thing that comes is an irritation. Yeah. As I if uh, the individual is tying you back to slavery days. But that was not what he meant. I'd gotten so boisterously angry, I was about to miss my blessing. He said, boy, see me. I walked past and I said, but who is he to be saying see me? So I grabbed my friend's hand 
He said, did he tell you to see him? I said, he did. But he called me boy. <laughs> the man was 70 years old. So he could call me anything. But by the end of the fact, that was a prevalent culture. If you call somebody a boy, it meant you were reducing that individual. But that's not what he meant. Be careful of how you think things mean. Because it may cause you to abort a blessing. Now I had a limitation. The limitation is that I didn't have money to do my masters. So I kept praying. But my answer had just come. And I was about to frustrate my own answer. Long story short, I met him. He told me, from here to PhD, I will fund it. Every limitation has an equivalent solution. Even the lepers of Samaria, they knew that though they were lepers, did not mean they could not be the first partakers of the blessing. Yeah. They were not proxy to the prophetic word, but were proxy to a gossip. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said, and somebody said, and somebody said. They were the outcasts of society. They had banished them to a corner. If you read the Levitical law, somehow it got to them that by a prophet, limitation on Israel was going to be removed. Those who heard it, even the secretary of the king's house, said, even if God opened the windows of heaven, it will never be. So, when the blessing came, they trod over him. But lepers, people quite unqualified for, like David, went out and seized a city. There are things that we are going to seize on earth. Amen. Should Jesus tarry and we go to him? Nobody will replace the oil by which we did them. Amen. People will walk in their own unique flavor and flavor. But there will be none like yourself. Amen. The scientists have deduced that your thumbprint is not the same. Your earlobe is not the same. Your eye people is not the same. There are a whole lot of things about you that are not the same. Even identical twins are not the same. Yeah. That means from conception unto death, you will not be the same. Amen. You are in this track on your own by the grace of God. And you can win the battle. You can win every one of them. Now having said that there will be no limitation. That's not, that's not present a case scenario where there will be no trouble. Troubles will come. Yeah. They come to actually validate the claim of what God said. Yeah. Lift your hand. I'm just about done. Lift your hand. Say Heavenly Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pronounce. I pronounce. From my own lips. My own lips. And declare. And declare by the Spirit of Jesus Christ. By the Spirit of Jesus Christ. That there will be no limitation. That there will be no limitation. No boundaries. No boundaries. Just like the second angel said. Just like the second angel. You said, shall be a wall about Jerusalem. You shall be a wall around Jerusalem. Now listen to this. In the book of Hebrews. We are told. We are God's Jerusalem. We are God's Zion. You are not limited. I say you are not limited. Amen. You can go as far as you want to go. You Amen. can dream as big as you want to dream. Nothing, no one, no demon, no power must stop you. Amen. Because what is in your spiritual DNA is unstoppable. 
The hand is appeared again. The Lord. Madiza, lift your hand. There is the presence of God strong here. Right in the center there. There is a moving of the divine hand of God. I see the hand is moving all over this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No boundaries, no limitation. No limitation. Where you stand, the oil of God no come to thee. No limitation. God's unique presence come to you. Father, thank you. Folks. There may be something like Bartimaeus that makes you deficient in answering the call to the Savior. But there is something God gave you that you can use as a forefront. You can't see, but you can talk. Because I cannot talk does not mean I can see. Bartimaeus could not see, but he could speak. Your voice must always overdrown the voice of resistance. When your voice overcome the voice of resistance, we say you have overcome. Yeah. Until your voice has overcome that, we say you are at par. You cannot solve any problem at the level to which it was created. You have to go above it. So you are going above it. Yeah. I believe I will come back and share with you another time. But let the oil of the Lord move you forward in the name of Jesus yes, Lord. let the power of the cross fight your battle yes, Lord. remove from you resistance remove from you limitation remove from you boundaries yes, Lord. by the power of the blood say I am an overcomer declare I am an overcomer say I am an overcomer say that I am an overcomer I am an overcomer I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. Say loud, I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. 